All right, Mike. Well, I hope you're, uh, did you hear the new, uh, theme song for the show? Oh yeah. Yeah. That was great. Brand I have new a theme bit, song. I have, yeah. I have a bit of it right here. If you'd like to, me to sing it to you. Okay. Yeah. It's been six months since your mommy died. You told your daddy you're fine with a child bride. You thought you'd still get the throne. Then he told the council your friend is getting his bone. That's all I had time to write, Mike. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> the watchers on the couch. Welcome back to Watchers on the Couch, a discussion recap review podcast. Re- discussion recap review. Yeah, that's right. Of the HBO series House of the Dragon. Today we're discussing season one, episode two, The Rogue Prince. So I'll play your game, you rogue. I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. Oh, Mike. Mikey, Mikey, Mike. Oh, good episode. I like this episode a lot. I'm in. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I don't know if I liked it as much as the first episode, but that's only probably because I was super hyped for the first episode. Like, once it got into it, and I was like, oh, man, this seems like Game of Thrones. I was like, mm-hmm. So I was really pumped about it. Yeah, I that's the only reason why I don't have anything negative to say about the episode. Like, it was it was great. It was fun. Yeah, it was low action, but it was height intrigue. And so I, I was interested the entire time. There's a lot of grossness, a lot of gross daddy stuff going on. Don't like it. <laughs> but, you know, it's Game of Thrones. It's George R. R. Martin. He likes the gross daddy stuff. And uh, we uh, we love to watch it for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a little awkward. Mm-hmm. So, like Mike said, we were, we get the intro this uh, this episode, and they use the Game of Thrones theme, which is great. And I suspected they were going to do that because they used the Game of Thrones theme for the ending credits of the premiere. Personally, I was a little disappointed that they used the same song. Yeah, but, I, it, it would have been cooler I mean, if they used the major key one. Yeah, I mean, well... It's. It, I mean, it's. It's just a little bit of a bummer. I wish they used a completely different theme song. No, oh. but I also don't. I don't watch the show for the intro. It, the intro to Game of Thrones was just a huge bonus, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to stop watching the show just because I'm oh, just not happy about the intro. Fucking this Westworld guy. He makes all these <laughs> covers for Westworld, and then he phones it in. Just yeah, let's use use the same song. Well, well, maybe they're going the route as far as like, uh, kind of like Star Wars, you know, like mm-hmm. that intro to Star Wars is on every fucking Star Wars, uh, yeah, movie. So, uh, I th- you know, I have a feeling they're going to do something like that, and like, if uh, they do any other spinoffs, like the Jon Snow one they're talking about, they'll probably use the original Game of Thrones intro. So yeah, this is like the uh, this is like when the Marvel credits like roll at the beginning with the Marvel logo, and you see all the clips from the uh, from the other shows and movies in the Marvel letters. It's that. It's basically that. Yeah, and when you're talking about the details, I didn't get any of that stuff either, and I didn't really take the time to figure out what's what. I think it's supposed to be old Valeria, you know, because that's what Viserys was building. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm guessing that's what it is. It kind of looks like that. And it's showing, you know, the bloodline of uh, Targaryens and and stuff. But I didn't pick up on any of like what the little things were. What are we looking at? That you can see. I'm like, okay, what's uh, all right. And That's for another show. I don't know. I just <laughs> didn't have the energy to even like, I listened to, uh, I don't know, probably YouTube or a podcast. Somebody explained it, but I was like, oh, whatever. And it's basically just what everybody knows right now. Uh, that's already been given in the show in a sense. Oh, okay. I wonder if they're good. Cause in game of Thrones, they would update the title sequences. Things happen to the world map. So I wonder mm-hmm. if like the, if the family tree that, or they're using, old Valeria is like this basis for the family tree. And also like the, sim- like the streets are running red with blood. <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of like a double thing there. So it's pretty cool. Is Viserys going to die on his little model, you know, and like blood's going to be splattered all over. He yeah. should. Viserys sucks, man. <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> I'm not on team. <laughs> I'm not on team Viserys anymore. You're not on a uh, team King doofy. <laughs> Because that's what I picture him as, like the scary movie, you know, Mm -hmm. the years ago, the parody movie, scary Mm -hmm. movie, Officer Doofy. 
Oh, oh yeah, King yeah. Goofy. <laughs> That's what I think of him. He's just a doofus, man. We've got some comments and corrections to open the show with, Mike. First of all, um, with last episode, I was talking about how I wanted to see that other prequel where it was supposed to be about uh, the fall of Valeria. And I was corrected uh, by Damon Targ, he, who says, also, they didn't shelve the Doom. They shelved Blood Moon, which was the first long night. But apparently it was very wacky. And George was not consulted at all on it. So, yes. Ah, yes. Apologies. I couldn't recall. So I went back because I th- I thought there was something about the 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 Doom of Valeria being talked, and it was like in 2018 when they were talking about all the fucking spinoffs. It was going to be Robert's Rebellion, this one, this Fire and Blood one, and one about the Doom of High Valeria. And this, this is the one that got made. Yeah, well, the other one got made too. They just shelved it. Just so. put it on the shelf for <laughs> the maesters to pull out later. <laughs> When we're making boatloads of money in the Game of Thrones MCU. <laughs> yeah, so we, since we recorded the last episode, they did officially renew Fire, Fire and Blood. God damn it, I did it again. House of the Dragon for season two. And George R. R. Martin even says in an article that he hopes that this uh, this is the beginning of an MC-like universe, MCU cinematic universe type or television universe blood whatever you know what i'm trying to say more tv (laughs) shows all the time of westeros tits and dragons for everybody no yes tim where's the god of tits and wine (laughs) (laughs) then from the mailbag todd jr thanks guys love your breakdowns i read the original series well before hbo started game of thrones and enjoyed the show until season five well todd that's when we started our show with season five. So you probably would have enjoyed the show a lot better if you heard us talking about it. Also, I've read Fire and Blood, and I thought it's a great start to this new show. I think as long as GRRM is working with the showrunners, it will remain good. I think as long as George R. R. Martin is working with the showrunners, we're never going to see another fucking book. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I don't think it'll ever get finished. <laughs> Actually, I have a little bit of question about that. Uh, as far as the books, because you've read the books and you're a show watcher. Would you rather him finish the books or would you rather him continue to make awesome shows like this? You know, that's a good question. I've seen the ending of Game of Thrones, the television show. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's no secret that the show kind of fell off the rails. Probably. I mean, I like season five. I even like season six. It's probably not until season seven or eight that it feels like they they're rushing towards they were rushing towards the ending they went full fucking sprint and i feel like even and apparently like they said like so many things have changed in the years like supposedly they had consulted with george r R. martin and they knew the ending and who was supposed to be and end up on the throne and then oh no george r R. martin didn't have any say in the or had very little say in the show it's like well that's not true either he had it up until at least like a little bit after they went off the rails. I know he was there for like part of season five because mm-hmm. I think he like wrote some of the episodes. So I don't know. But it the the thing that the answer to your question is I don't think I care. I've, I've kind of resigned myself to not seeing the books. But I also feel like even if the books happened, that we would still probably see Bran on the throne. I, I feel like that's still what he was leading to. And just how to get there, how to get there. Like that was the problem. It was like 11th hour in the final episode. Obviously, Bran is the king. Mm. And even though three, well, episodes... they had a whole season. Season five didn't have Bran in it. Right. Or was that uh... season six? I think it's season five that didn't have Bran at all. No, season five is where Hodor dies. That's where everything's all Bran's fault. You sure? Yeah. Oh, no, oh, sit. Shit, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. No, you're right. Uh, hold the hold the door is season six. I rem- yeah, okay. that was that was the second season of Watchers on the Couch that we did. So yes, that was yeah. Hold the door was that one. So yeah, five I guess didn't have him in it. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like so, a whole season of not telling his story. You know, it's going to make a big difference in the end. Like also, depending on the other thing that people forget is the Night King doesn't exist in the books yet. 
And we don't know if he's even a character in the books. Like that might've been something mm-hmm. they just made up. So the, it, it depends on the, what you think the ending should have been for game of Thrones. Like, cause game of Thrones, the series, the show was called game of Thrones. So the throne is the main plot in the books. The series is called a song of ice and fire, which means the long night is the plot. So it's kind of like, eh, you can take it however you want, but yeah, the long, long story long. I don't, I don't think I care. I would like to see it, but I'm also not, I'm not one of these people that are on Facebook every time he posts something and it's like, Hey, why don't you fucking spend more time writing the books? We, we pay your salary. I'm not one of those people. I don't, it's like, I, yeah, I paid like, I don't know, $75 for your hardbacks. And that's, that's, that's where our transaction ends, man. That's fine. What about you? Well, I haven't read, I only read, or no, didn't even read it. I listened to the first book on audio. Oh, that's it. That's it. Okay. So uh, I know I have listened to other certain audio books. I, like I said, on this first episode, I might have uh, even listened to uh, Fire and Blood. Don't really have a recollection of it, but I'm pretty sure it was like something about the history of Westeros or something like that. So apparently Fire and Blood, what this show is adapted off of is like the second half of Fire and Blood is what I've heard. The first half has to do with Aegon's Conquest. Right. As yep. somebody who hasn't read it, I saw that in the comments somewhere. So that's that's going to be interesting to see because are they planning on drawing this show out like American God style and like inflate it with more seasons than it needs to get to the end of that? Or is this season fire and blood and then they're going to go from there and like what happens beyond fire and blood or is it like going to be a targaryen anthology series where every season is a different time period of targaryens up until like the mad king uh that could be possible i don't i have a feeling it's not going to be that way only because like there's there's certain things that happen in the show uh as far as i am aware that like they just like Band very deeply on uh, very little information that's given mm-hmm. in Fire and Blood. You know, like I see. Uh, you know, there might just be one paragraph of something, and that might be half of an episode. Oh, I see. So you this know? is kind of like if you took the appendix, the the appendices from Lord They're of the Rings, the and like made a made a show about like something that's like casually mentioned in the appendices of Lord of yeah. the Rings, which is huge. Yeah, they're expanding on on the little details of you know things that are mentioned in there. Okay. So, okay, cool. So they might have as plenty. As I'm of, aware. Yeah, they yes. might have plenty of stuff to work with then. Uh, I believe so. They could we, be working their way back too, like you're saying. Like maybe Fire and Blood is only going to be like three seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't. Man, that seems like it's. It uh, seems like it could be a long way and stretched out. But I have no idea. Because mm-hmm. I haven't read the fucking book, but maybe they do, you know, like three seasons of that or two seasons, whatever. And then they rewind again and they go back to Aegon. I don't know. And then maybe they rewind again and go back to Valeria and then rewind again to the children of the first man. Oh, wait, before that, what is the, uh, the Andals? And then rewind to the, and then rewind to the beginning of the universe. <laughs> It's George R. R. Martin sitting on a toilet. <laughs> um, all right. Let's close up the uh, the mailbag. This was in response to our Otto Hightower is a creep clip on YouTube. Otto is almost a slimier version of Littlefinger. Lots of shade oozing out of that dude from Broby Wan Kenobi, which is probably the best username I've heard in a long time. Um, mm, yes. I've seen a lot of people. Very good. Very good. I almost pulled that clip. Um, (laughs) I've seen a lot of people, and I think we kind of talked, we might have mentioned kind of a him and Baelish similarity in terms of creepiness. But as we find out, as we're about to find out in this episode, this guy's no fucking Baelish. This guy's a real fucking dummy, actually. (laughs) He's a real middle finger. (laughs) Thanks, Internet. (laughs) Oh, is that? The, and that's what we're going to call him, Tim. He's yeah. middle finger? Okay. He's middle finger. That's good to know. So thank yeah. you. You can leave messages for us uh, on the contact 
is it what is it the mailbag or the voicemail i don't remember what the section's called on our website but there's definitely a mailbag voicemail kind of thing and then also we peruse the comments of youtube and pull from there so everybody thanks so much so let's get into it yeah thank you mike what you got for me daddy so we're gonna start with the uh first act or what i consider to be the first act of the episode as we get into the show recap um so the way god i keep calling it fire and blood now the way house of the dragon works uh all the characters pretty much interact all the time so we can't do this uh follow their plot until everybody meets up at the end uh structure that we did for like his dark materials and most of westworld so it's basically Mm -hmm. just how the show went and that's cool because as we start the show, we finally get to see how the crab eater gets his name. Hmm. I think I think we should call uh, the crab feeder Zoyberg. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just waiting for those people to turn into crab people. Crab people. Crab people. That's right, Tim. We're going to have competing soundboards. It's going to be great. (laughs) Uh, No, the reason you can't step on the crabs is because you get all tied up to like masts and docks and shit. And they let the crabs peel the skin off of your bones and eat it. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It's probably not as bad as last episode, but it's still pretty (laughs) gross. I was eating seafood while I was watching this episode. I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) You gotta eat that Fucking seafood crabs. <laughs> that seafood will eat you if you give it half a chance. You gotta eat it first. Yeah, you become the sea's food. Mm. If the tide doesn't get you, the crabs do. And then after we see that, we're back in King's Landing with the small council. And as you heard from my beautiful song at the top of the show, it's been six months since the death of Queen Emma. We've had a considerable time jump. Um. But never mind all that shit, because Lord Business Time is in the small council, and he is pissed, because mm-hmm. this crab feeder guy, I keep saying crab, my notes say crab eater. <laughs> that's that's my problem. Like, my my notes have the nicknames in them, and it's fucking me up. Uh, Sarah's is like, how dare you? Put your balls on the table before you talk to me. That's right. Yeah, that's something we never talked about is they all got to put their balls on the table uh, so, before they talk. Mike, <laughs> the last episode of Game of Thrones, our, our title for our episode was It's All Cocks in the End. So it's <laughs> there's it's nothing but balls and boners and boner allegories and things like that. Oh, I, I know what's all balls is, beginning. Yeah. I, I've realized what this show is missing. There is no, there is no character. It's all aristocracy, and there's nobody to call out the bullshit. There is no brawn. We need a brawn in this show, really bad. Very true. Maybe, maybe the crab feeder will be that. Maybe Zoyberg. That's what we call him. <laughs> maybe Zoyberg will be that. I hope so. At least introduce some kind of character to to speak for the every person, and. Increase our cunt count because there was no there was no increase of the cunt count this episode. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Tim, there's no cure for being a cunt. Mm. There's not the uh, yeah. Viserys has done fuck all about this crab feeder business, and meanwhile, Corliss has lost four of his own ships. So he's like, "What are you going to do about this?" And then Middlefinger is pretty pissed at the Lord of Ships' tone. He's like, "Hey, you can't talk to the king like that. He's a king." Have you go fuck your wife? <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but the king insists that he's actually sent envoys and there are ships and men to deal with the situation. And Ray Ray Dragonwalker, Renera, you remember her? She's the heir to the throne now. Turns out she's still just serving drinks. Like nothing's changed for her. <laughs> this sucks. This isn't cool at all. This this was one of the strangest parts of this episode. I'm like. I don't understand. Like six months has passed, and she, she's still just doing that. Like after you name her your heir, you think she would be doing something else? You yeah. think she'd at least be on the small council? At least, yeah. Anything like uh, fucking in class or something, learning about histories. Well, I guess she's she learning a lot about that. But like, yeah, I don't know how to mm, how to rule or. 
Right. Learn a little more about the world. She's learned stuff in books, and but she needs hands-on experience. But all these... You know, all these... She's going to end up like Danny. She already wants to fucking burn these people to the ground. And we know that doesn't work very well. So, hmm. But yeah, everybody at the small council is like, no, there's only so many seats. We cannot <laughs> possibly bring another chair in. We don't have any chairs <laughs> for women. <laughs> what but, is uh, this? Uh, Westworld? <laughs> of course we don't have chairs. Westworld took them all from HBO. <laughs> um, so she pipes up with, hey, you know, you have people that can ride actual dragons and they breathe fire. So we could probably do something about that if we really wanted to. We mm-hmm. have 10 dragons. They have no dragons. Let's uh, <laughs> let's just take care of this shit. Hey, Which... you'll get rid of the immediate threat, but then you're going to leave a power vacuum. As we know, you know, that's how things work like that. So, you know, Viserys is wrong, is right in Hightower, but I mean, Hightower is getting rid of her for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Viserys knows. At least I think he does. His sister said, this is another thing I don't understand. His sister said he's no fool. He seems like a fool in every step that I see. Uh, so I'm wondering if like he's just, he kind of plays that part just to keep the peace. Rainus is a cousin, not a sister, but with the Targaryens. I think that opening scene says she's a sister and a cousin. Like, Son of a I'm bitch. not kidding. I'm not fucking kidding. Because I was confused about it. I even wrote it down in my notes last episode, and I'm like, wait, how? What? <laughs> I'm gonna have. All right. Well, I'm gonna have to rewatch shit. it. Yep. Fuck. God damn it. Everybody. Everybody said about hair. her brother and cousin Oral. I don't know. That was weird. Her uh, brother and cousin Oral. Oral Targaryen. <laughs> I don't know. Oranus, Oranus Targaryen, first of his name. <laughs> um, and yeah, so she's like, "Hey, we, why don't we send dragons?" Like, what? A girl is speaking in the small council. What outrageousness! But Corlys likes that the princess at least has some semblance of a plan. She's like, "Yeah, let's do what she said." And then everybody's like, "Don't you listen to a girl?" I mean, we don't want to risk open war with the free cities and the council. Oh, these dumb broads. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm just here to make babies. (laughs) But the council agrees that the free cities are probably at least not silent or probably silently supporting the crab feeder, if not openly supporting them. So they uh, they toss her out. It's like, hey, you're a woman. Why don't you go shopping for a new night? Our old one died on us. (laughs) We need a fresh new night. Hey, we set up a game board for you. Hmm, I know f- you like to play board games. What hmm. is that fucking board game? What a fucking pain in the ass that would have to be. Oh, this piece represents uh, Engelbert Humperdinck. Yeah. Dingabut Bambadak. Bumblebum Fishy Buns. So those are all the tournament nights that they introduced to her. And she's like, these are all tournament nights. They've done some stuff with poaching. And some of them, you know, have hit people with a stick on a horse, which is cool and all. But has anybody seen actual combat experience? And the Mm -hmm. only one that has seen combat experience is the dreamy Sir Kristen Cole. (laughs) When you said hit people with... (laughs) A stick while they're on a horse. I'm just, I'm not the, I wasn't thinking of jousting. <laughs> I'm just making them going around with like a stick, like whack, whack. It's like you're hitting random people. I'll crack your bones. I'm on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. That's probably what they do. They're not. They're peasants below me. Yes. But yeah, Sorry. They- she chooses. Oh, he's, he's Danish. Oh. <laughs> She gets the uh, she gets the new Dornish model, Kristen Cole. It's newer and shiny. Actually has some miles on it outside the test track. Um, and then Hightower is like, whoa, ho, 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 ho. whoa, ho, ho. let's not be too hasty. <laughs> Meanwhile, where the fuck did he come from? Wasn't he in a meeting? Oh, yes, true. <laughs> he's, he's got the middle. He's got a middle finger highway. Yeah, I guess he does. That doesn't like, even cross my mind. Who knows? I, I guess it's what's supposed to happen later, but it seems yeah. a little silly. That, the way it's paced, it means like it's okay. We've it got is. these people lined up already. 
Yeah, Hightower's like, pick one of these old fuckers with established names. You need to maintain relations with these houses. And she's like, well, speaking of maintaining relations, why don't you go attend your wife? Because I'm picking somebody that can do the job. <laughs> uh, my wife's dead. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Attend your wife. <laughs> so Hightower's like, yes, 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 you're right. You're so smart. I will not hold this against you as my plans with your daddy develop. <laughs> Meanwhile, speaking of King Daddy, uh, upstairs he's hanging out with Allison, and he's like, look, look upon my model of old Valeria. I didn't actually Ooh. make any of it. So the stonemasons did. Look at my it's collectible like, figurines and my Funko Pops. <laughs> he's, he's, he had somebody else as assemble the Lego sets, and he just sets them down <laughs> in place. Right. What a fucker. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This place, I got a dragon. He's a good <laughs> oh, he's going to get us done. <laughs> oh, and say hello to my little dragon. Don't tell my daughter. We don't talk anymore since I had maesters carve up her mother like a Christmas goose. Ooh, <laughs> so it's probably weird. Oh, oh I dropped it. Oh, oh, my little dragon is broke. And you know, oh. Allison, Allison is all like, don't worry. That happens sometimes and it's perfectly normal. <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to, if you want to mend your relationship with your daughter, then maybe try using some of your big boy words. <laughs> so then we go forward <laughs> to the sept, and we have uh, Allison and Ray, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, in the sept. And Ray knows the council is trying to get her dad to choose a new mommy for her, but Allie is all, well, it probably wouldn't be that bad if he remarried, right? I mean. In a way, it's his duty to get his maggot hands on some other noble lady's goodies. <laughs> oh, the king is about to lose his little finger. Little finger. Uh -huh. Oh. Oh, by the way, speaking of things covered in maggots, dear old friend of mine, have you tried sending thoughts and prayers to your dead mom? <laughs> I, too, have a dead mom, you know. We are forever bonded in the dead mom club. By the way, if you want to mend with your relationship with your dad, then maybe try using some of your big girl words. <laughs> it's like, uh, come on, get on your knees and uh, tell me you love me. I mean, pray with me. Pray. Yeah. yeah. Eat, pray, love. Now let's make out. <laughs> In the sept. Yeah. Attend me. It's happened before. Or, well, it will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Isn't that in... Isn't that it? Yeah, that's the first the sept. episode the of Game sept of Thrones, right? Yeah. The first episode? Isn't that where, uh, what's his name, died? Oh, John uh, Aaron. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. Right? And he was laid out. And then, oh, maybe that wasn't the sept where Jamie and Cersei were. Yeah, like, that's where they're burying Toman. Right. <laughs> that's a Toman's oh. funeral, that thing. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> my brother because it feels good to feel him inside me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See the fucking steel. <laughs> so. Meanwhile, after that whole scene in the small council where Corliss is like, hey, the king's not fucking doing that much. And the king's all, hey, I am doing stuff. Get off my dick because I cut it on the throne. So it's not doing too hot either. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> I'm getting old now and things hang a little lower. Yeah. And <laughs> we don't have underwear. Balls, we just have robes. My balls have cuts all over them. <laughs> no. Hang down low. Viserys meets with Rhaenys at Corlys, uh, Lord Business Time and Old Ray. And Viserys is trying to smooth things over a little. And Corlys is like, you actually need to swing your king dick around and do something. Because you look soft as fuck. And if you don't do it soon, people are going to start rumors that your little dragon is broken. <laughs> but don't worry. Old Ray and I got you. Uh, you should join our houses. I'm rich, bitch. And I got boats <laughs> and a daughter. You can marry the daughter, you know, because your wife's dead. And then you'll have all the dragons in the sky and all the boats in the sea. And the king is like, well, thanks for the enticing offer to marry my second cousin. I'll keep it in mind. 
Leanna is a second cousin? Well, let's see. How would that work? I think it's either second cousin or like cousin once removed. I don't remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. I'm an idiot. Because Rainus is his cousin, sister. No, I'm just a a fucking idiot. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't even think about Rainus. I was only thinking about Lord Business Time and like... How would his air like? How did that blood go back to them? Like, yeah, duh. Yeah, so it's oh, it's it's, it's his second it's his second cousin niece is yeah. if uh, if she actually is a sister as well. Like Tim, I drink and I know things. There you go. Or sometimes I drink too much and I don't know anything. So ah, yes, apologies. I couldn't recall. <laughs> so soon after this is where we see that King Viserys is now Edward Maggot Hands. Where he gets, where he cuts himself on the throne after kicking Damon out, and I mean, what a fucking catch this guy is, right? Well, he's got a giant scabby back from where they seared his pussy gaping back sore, <laughs> and his decayed pinky finger. Man, <laughs> Whew. do they show his back at all in this episode? They, I don't not, believe no. they did, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm we don't know if it's if, actually uh, if they ever yeah. cauterized it, mm-hmm. or if it's just getting bigger and it takes up his entire back now because it's been six months. But members of the small council are there and Viserys brings up Lord Business Time's proposal to uh, wed his his daughter and Hightower is no, Lord Business Time is trying to get get more power and his daughter is like two years too young for you. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, fucking Melos Yellows over here is all, as the Westeros equivalent of a priest, I wholeheartedly condone and encourage the union of old men and children. Ah, oh, fucking Melos Yellows. What a gross guy. Yeah, yeah. Aren't all, all the maesters all seem gross, don't they? Yeah. Well, they're maester. You know, Ma- maester's a gross word to say, too. The Stark's yeah. maester seemed like a really good guy. Yeah. That's about it. Maester is a gross, it's a gross word to say. It's like combining master and moist. And oh. <laughs> Hey, baby, I'm a maester. I'm a moister. Mm. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a moisture. So in case you missed it in the season premiere, Corliss Kid is in fact a kid. It's the one we saw you in the, uh, during the tournament. And she's interested in dragons because she's a kid. And just like. Kids in our time is interested in dinosaurs, except, uh, you know, dinosaurs are still walking around in their world and not ours. <laughs> but yeah, she's a she's a kid. But don't worry. She says, I'd be a great queen and give you a bunch of babies. <laughs> <laughs> so I felt. Yeah, that that was actually me. <laughs> I recorded myself watching this. Yeah, I, I did the Wilhelm scream myself. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh, why don't we have that on our soundboard? Right. <laughs> um, and Viserys, to his credit, is like, well, that's fucking weird. Did your dad tell you to say that? What'd your mom say? And she said, oh, she said, I don't have to ha- see your little dragons until I'm 14. And, oh, oh, good. Parents of the year, these two. Jeez. And Viserys is like, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm the king. I'll do whatever what I want. <laughs> Meanwhile, while... Ye olde Tinder is going on up there. We have fucking Rhaenyra and Rhaenys, Ray and Old Ray, talking to each other while they look down upon this scene. And Old Ray reminds her that this world belongs to men, and she doesn't recognize the order of things. And then Ray's like, "Well, when I'm on the throne, I'll create a new world order." And then the music hits, and Hulk Hogan comes out and puts Old Ray right through a goddamn table. <laughs> Well, I, I've heard this before. I'm not going to stop the wheel. I'm going to break the wheel. Yeah, it's it's very Daenerys. And consequently, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Game of Thrones and you're starting with the prequel, Daenerys very much didn't break the wheel. <laughs> the wheel is fine. <laughs> this I really liked this scene. Like, I thought it was, uh, it was really in- interesting. So mm-hmm. do you think, uh, Rainus is actually trying to help Renera. That's a good is, question. I think I think it almost seems like she's doing a little bit of both. Like she's poking at her a little bit, mm-hmm. but she's also I think I do think she is trying to help her. They are family. 
It's almost like how Damon. Fucking everybody's family in this goddamn show. <laughs> yeah. But I do think she's trying to give her some good advice. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe the vice, her advice might not be true. Like it's, it's coming from a place of bitterness. Resentment. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but then again, in the realm, it is pretty much true. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean how, how would you, would you, would, would you try to encourage her like, oh yeah, you know, be the first one, you know, <laughs> you know, you reach can be for the president. stars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, or, but, uh, uh, you, or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question, but yeah, Ray, old Ray says they had a chance to vote for a queen several years back, but they uh, they totally rejected that idea, and Rain and Rainera was like, yeah, but your emails, and <laughs> she, uh, they they decided not to vote for you at the last minute. They rejected you, so and, and old Ray's like, yeah, and look what you got. You got your fucking dad who's doing fuck all. She's uh, she's like, they'll burn this whole motherfucker down before they see a woman on the throne. And your daddy knows it. And that's why you ain't sitting on it. Princess, attend thyself. Yeah. And this is where uh, she says that Viserys is no fool. That Rainey yeah. says. So that that really is sticking with me in this episode. So I don't, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> because I mean, he feels kind of like a dumb-dumb. He feels like a dumb-dumb. But like, maybe... Maybe he is just playing the game, this game, because he he's doing everything he can to keep peace. You know, you know he he probably truly believes that uh, Aegon's dream. You know, and another thing, he probably shouldn't have told. Viserys probably shouldn't have told Rihanna. Rihanna. Rhaenyra. Little Rhaenyra. Little Ray. About about that dream, right? I don't know. You Do you think. tell them early in case you die? I guess. Ah. Why ask me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, moving on. Just a reminder, if you have questions, theories, or corrections for us here at Watchers on the Couch, don't forget that you can send us an email at mailbag at watchersonthecouch.com or leave us a voicemail with SpeakPipe on our website, watchersonthecouch.com, or via the link in the show notes. So we get back to the king and uh, he's in his chambers again, and Alicent has gotten the king a new little dragon. And he's very touched. But before there's any more touchy, Hightower barges in and says, hey, you better hear what your piece of shit brother has done this time. <laughs> so we're back in the small council again. And apparently Dragon Who has sent a letter saying he's the rightful heir. And he's... Getting ready to getting married to Masaria and BT dubs. He stole a dragon egg that's going to be placed in a crib with his child in the tradition of his house. And you are cordially invited to fly down for this destination wedding. <laughs> the, dr- the dragon keepers were like, Yeah, I went down there, you know, look at the dragons and look at the eggs. And I looked and well, there's a slug. The eggs was gone. The egg gone. Egg gone. Egg. Egg gone. Egg. Egg. Egg gone. <laughs> oh, man. Way to dunk on that. Very good. Very good. <laughs> way to dunk on that. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> it was really dumb. Um, oh, my God. I'm a child. Are you playing- I need to uh- kill the boy. <laughs> <laughs> the the timing of these messages fly down for the wedding in two days time when did he steal the egg how long did it take them to notice them to find the if i find right. the message and how this long was six message? months so yeah. he did it recently and they didn't notice like i don't know that's we odd. don't get to see the scene i wish we had seen the scene of him uh mm-hmm. fucking uh yeah. splinter splinter cell yeah, <laughs> splinter selling into the, the Metal Gear the Solid. Yeah, 
Oh, just a box. Just an egg. <laughs> and then how long does it take to get there? With I, I, I should have looked up the distance from Dragonstone to King's Landing. If you look if you look on the map, it's not that far. Okay. Yeah. They're relatively close. So I believe Dragonstone is just a little bit farther north. Okay, so like just a boat to Yes. Uh, okay. Quick boat ride. Yep. Take the ferry. Little dragon. To... Yep. Oh, speaking of dragons, Renera asks what egg he took and learns it was the one that she had picked out to put in Baylor's crib. So now she's pissed. And this is fun. This is this is where we find out that Middlefinger is no Littlefinger, because this is where he gets real fucking dumb. Hightower decides he's going to go down there to Dragonstone and haul the egg back and maybe Damon as well and heads for Dragonstone in force which is very ill-conceived because it turns out Damon has a lot of gold cloaks. Not only that, he somehow fucking forgets that Damon has a goddamn dragon that can obliterate the entire group. Fucking thank you. That that was like my major thing in this whole fucking scene. Like when they get there and the dragon shows up and they're all fucking surprised. I'm like, yeah, it's, what? <laughs> you you, huh? you know dra- this isn't Game of Thrones. This isn't 200 years later. Dragons are a thing. The king has 10. Mm-hmm. You went to a place called Dragonstone where there's a dragon prince who is a dragon rider. <laughs> you fucking dummy. And left with the fucking dragon. They know he left with the dragon. It's not <laughs> in the fucking dragon pit. Like Oh. Oh, sh- oh a, a, a dragon. Oh my gosh. What <laughs> shall we do? So this the whole time, fucking Hightower, old Otto here, talking a big game, calls Masara a whore like three or four times. And he's like, yeah. oh, right. Well, this wasn't thought out. I was thinking with my Damon hating boner. And <laughs> all right, men, uh, put your boners away. <laughs> <laughs> See the fucking steel. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when out comes Ray on her dragon and tells Damon that she's sick of him waving his boner around. And that she's the obstacle that's in his way. So she should either kill her and be done with it or make like this egg and scramble. (laughs) (laughs) And speaking of scramble, Damon relents and turns away, but not before chucking the egg behind his back to her like he's Larry fucking bird. Yeah. (laughs) Which I don't know what that does to a dragon egg. (laughs) Do we have shaken dragon syndrome? Speaking of uh, make like uh, egg and scramble, Damon does kind of remind me like of Biff and like, you know, Marty in Back to the Future and mm-hmm. Marty's dad is is Crispin Glover. <laughs> Crispin Glover Cole. No, is Viserys. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, that Damon. <laughs> I don't know what to do about him. Yeah. Now, Damon, don't con me. I want yeah, two coats right. on that dragon. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. Uh, middle fingers like Doc, but at the end he's like Doc. Like, it worked. It worked. <laughs> well, the major's like, you mean to tell me you made a time machine out of a Valerian? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. But Ray's not the only person that's pissed at Damon. Masara's like, what do you mean you told people that I'm pregnant? Just painted a target on my back, you son of a bitch. Like, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't come here to be a game piece for you getting on the throne. I came here so I wouldn't have to be afraid for my life anymore, and you're fucking that up. So you better knock it off, or you can go back to the Vale and attend your wife. Yeah, uh, Damon was being uh, a cunt. It's a real dick move. It's a real dick move. But at any rate, Mike, I have to say this is a uh, this is a good time as we as we wrap up talking about this scene. I really enjoyed this scene; it was very cool. Aside from Hightower being an idiot, and but I like that Hightower is kind of an idiot in this scene because it gives us a chance to bring back one of my favorite things in the Watchers on the Couch, and that is the Hall of Stupid Faces. Mm. But I have there's going to be two nominees, Mike. I can't choose which one, and we can only have one per episode Maseria. so oh you're gonna put Masseria on there yep 
No, I guess I probably shouldn't put her face on there because she doesn't have a stupid face. She just has a really stupid voice. <laughs> I hope they tone that shit down. All right. If not, I hope she dies very soon. <laughs> it's a very, very weird choice. Like some of that accent hits really hard. He's like, like it's real broken English. And I'm like, uh, mm-hmm. all right. It just, it's, it's just too much. And it takes, takes you out of it a little bit. You know? There's a, I was rewatching some Game of Thrones scene uh, recently, and it's interesting how often people's accents slip into something weird. Mm-hmm. Littlefinger has the guy that plays Littlefinger does it a lot. Yeah, the, his changed quite a bit. Yeah, the other one that's fun is when Tyrion's on trial for murdering Joffrey. Yes, father, I'm guilty. Guilty. Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> that's, I'm gonna have to rewatch that now. <laughs> <laughs> all right who are these stupid faces so the stupid face nominee for this episode right now is Otto hightower for fucking forgetting about drake harris mm-hmm. and the other one we're gonna my other nominee is going to show up a little later as we uh we get into the fourth act of this episode the king is told that ray is back from dragonstone and he's like, what? Dragonstone? I didn't even notice she was gone, but I'm outraged. <laughs> so I was too busy, uh, you know, playing with my toys. <laughs> I was too this... busy with Allison. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Whoa. a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> so there's this scolding that Viserys does of Ray. And Ray is like, hey, you know, if I didn't go down there, Otto and a bunch of people would have likely gotten killed because despite everyone comparing Hightower to Littlefinger, old Baelish wouldn't have done something that poorly conceived. He certainly wouldn't have been like, oh, forgot you had a dragon. So I'll just turn around and hope my daughter fucks the king soon. No, Baelish wouldn't have even. He wouldn't have been not a volunteer. (laughs) No way. Like. Mm -hmm. So Renera and Viserys go into a discussion about her mom and how the king needs to wed. And he's like, listen, I'm, I'm very, I'm still, there's an empty hole inside of me. Um, that's not oozing pus. This one's actually a metaphorical one that was left when your mother died. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's ever going to heal. And she's like, Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. (laughs) I am glad for your suffering. Cause (laughs) I'm pretty sad too. (laughs) Um, We're both sad. But she knows that the king needs to get married again. Ray's like, I get the status quo. You need to marry a kid. That's fine. Um, so do all the other old politicians for some reason. It's uh, it's just uh, what you do. It's the it's the status quo. It's the wheel. So <laughs> we get to the. Oh, meanwhile, I don't remember which scene this was in. She's I guess this was earlier on in the episode where she's having dinner with him and she fucking apologizes for uh, saying uh, for mentioning anything about riding dragons to take care of the crab feeder. And he's like, you'll learn. <laughs> Just <laughs> shut up about man business. I'm yeah. trying to apologize to you and reach out as a father, but don't, <laughs> but don't step out of line. Heir to you the may throne. be my daughter, but make sure you, you will address me as your grace or I will have my King's God cut out your tongue. That's mm-hmm. right. I don't care who you are. Okay, you can. Uh, let's play with my toys. <laughs> I just um, so so we get to see the small council again, and I think this is I, we've seen the small council more in these two episodes than we did in the entire first season of Game of Thrones. I think this is like the seventh time, yeah. and the king is there to announce that he's decided he's going to take a new bride, and we have what? Corlys Valeria. Yeah. Corliss Valerian's looking all, yeah, buddy, my preteen daughter is going to marry a gooey old man. Oh, yeah, dude. He is ready. He's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. The kingdom is mine. Yeah. Woo. Mm. It's time to get I mean, into business. <laughs> Lord, business time. Meanwhile, Hightower there has a look on his face that's like, no one is noticing my daughter is here in this meeting when she hasn't been in any of the other seven <laughs> small council meetings. <laughs> mm. So 
Viserys announces that he's going to marry the girl that mended his little dragon, Alicent Hightower. <laughs> All two years older than, than Corliss's uh, daughter. And Corliss is pissed. And he storms out. What a dick move to not wed a 12-year-old. <laughs> that's, just, that's an abomination. You should be fucking my young daughter. <laughs> She's too old for you. Right. Alison is way too old for a king. <laughs> uh, Renara, by the way, also pissed. You know? Yep. Now her dad is going to attend her best friend. And I think we're led to believe that they were already attending each other. Ooh. But yeah. call me mommy. Yeah. Hey, Renara. <laughs> Yeah, does that Renier's like, Dad, how could you? That's my best friend. Uh, I think you mean my best friend. Uh... <laughs> More Brazeros. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> but uh, yeah, she's there. Yeah, do I have to call her mom now? What the fuck? What a dick move to not wed a 12 year old dad. <laughs> yeah. Mm hmm. So he's like, But I want to fuck someone now. <laughs> It's my oh. wiener, and I want to use it now. <laughs> I don't want to wait, wait two years for my wiener to fall off, because I <laughs> crushed up against the throne, and now it's goopy. Ooh. Yeah. So, so Lord Business Time is now moping around and having a conversation with somebody off screen, but we know who it is. We're not a bunch of fucking high towers over here. <laughs> He's talking to Damon about an alliance and to take care of this crab feeder business and show their united strength while the king places uh plays Mrs. Mr. Viserys's neighborhood in his chambers. And Damon said, hey, only I get to talk shit about my brother. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was interesting. Yeah. Did you bring me Wait, here to you, What the fuck did you just say? Wait, I thought I thought we were both I thought I mean you said your brother was a you know, so after being king, I thought we were both doing this thing. I thought we were both talking trash. No, I can No, say holy me. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, ship man. Fucking sea snake. Uh. You're, you're lucky I don't attend your wife. Nah. You want me to fuck your wife, huh? <laughs> fuck you, you fuck your wife. <laughs> your wife can't have babies. You lied. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, she said something that, well, Masseria was, she said that uh, something like she has ensured that she would never be threatened with a child. Did something she ensured that? Or? Yes. Yeah. She ensured long ago that she wouldn't be threatened by childbirth. I believe oh, that well, is the go. line. That is the line. So there it is. Yeah. So come on, Damon. Drop loads in me nonstop, but do not say that I am pregnant because I don't want to die. But I. All right, I'll stop. Sorry. <laughs> I annoyed myself. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> so this brings us to the second Hall of Stupid Faces nominee, which is Viserys Targaryen for thinking that not telling Ray about Alicent was in any way a good idea. Mm. I'm definitely nominating Viserys. He has the dumbest face on the <laughs> show, without a doubt. He does look like a doofus. Like, he has that doofus face. So, yeah. The, the whole of stupid faces is supposed to be for who did the dumbest fucking thing. And I feel like this has repercussions down the line. Oh, the dumbest thing. All right. Mm. This is oh, going to have... A Biggest repercussions, but Hightower is I the changed most, my vote. Hightower is the most dumb dumb. <laughs> like it's forget about dragons. Yeah. It's Hightower for sure. So because like at least with Viserys, like he is the king. He can do what the fuck he wants. And whether she whether his daughter, it's don't get me wrong, it's a dick move. But whether she finds out then when he announces it or he talks about it with her beforehand. Mm-hmm. Whatever, same shit's gonna happen. Yeah, with fucking high tower. How do you forget about a dragon? <laughs> how do you like how that's do you that's instant fucking death? Like, 
happening. <laughs> How do you forget about Dr. Dre? <laughs> Dr. Dre gone. Um, hey, Tim. Hmm. Knock, knock. Oh, who's there? Uh, 9-11. 9-11 who? You said you'd never forget. <laughs> oh, God. His grace would never lower himself to entertain such a mummer's farce. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Laughing with your whores and your leg spittles. Yeah. <laughs> leg spittles. Leg spittles. That's a good one. Oh. Uh, Oh, Mike, I forgot to, uh, we got a review for the show on iTunes. Oh, and, uh, really? Yeah, let me just read this back to you. This is uh, a truly pathetic show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Why are all the gods such vicious cunts? Uh, thought I was doing something good. Smite <laughs> me. So, yeah, I cannot decide on my own who joins the Hall of Stupid Faces, so I'm going to leave it to you, the listener. We have our two nominees. Mike and I have both voted for Hightower this episode, but perhaps you think Viserys is more deserving. We are... Is that what you want to hear? The uh, There's going to be a vote in the YouTube description and the podcast show notes to make your vote for the first face to go into the Hall of Stupid Faces for House of the Dragon Season 1. I'm so excited to have this bit back. It's my favorite. It is. Think anybody will top Ollie? Oh, Ollie's Ollie's. Oh. Mm. I actually did watch. Uh, that was one of the scenes I watched like a few days ago. Was <laughs> you're like yes. I just love like I'm so angry. I'm, I'm I'm angry and I can't say any words because then HBO has to pay me more money. So I'm just gonna sit here and look angry and choke to death. <laughs> Hmm. Yep. Oh, I remember that very well. Yep. Even his dead face looks stupid. <laughs> so let's see. We get into our recap, the post recap theories and speculation and blah, 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 blah. So this should be fun. Um, it should be fun speculating on this because people have already read the book or have read Fire and Blood, and they're going to be like, you fucking dummy. That's not what's going to happen. But since I haven't, I, uh, I get to speculate a little bit. And I think uh, <clears throat> I think Ray is going to join this alliance between Corliss and Damon because they aren't dismissive of her. And then they will, in turn, show their strength by taking care of this whole Free Cities problem which is going to make Queen Allison extremely antagonistic once she has a male heir. She's going to become a Cersei. Hmm. I don't know. I would say Rhaenyra is going to do her own thing. I think she's going to rebel, maybe take her dragon and fly elsewhere. But then again, where the fuck would she go? Where are you going to go? She's going to join the crab feeder. <laughs> nah, nah, she's no. Yeah, I don't think she will do that. I think she'll stay with her dad. She just won't like it very much. Uh, I think this crab feeders guy, he's going to be in the hall of stupid faces. Just because his face like is stupid. Uh, his mask is fucking stupid too. I feel it's, like it's a broken whole, uh, the harpy mask. Oh, is it? Yeah. If you watch, if you watch the after credits thing or the making of or whatever that they do. And I'm pretty sure they use like a harpy mask. Oh. oh, I fucking hate the Sons of the Harpy. That was, yeah, that was a bad time. <laughs> There's a bunch of fucking snakes in the crowd. <laughs> Get all these snakes out of here. Them and the Sept. Who are the Sept people? The people. Sparrow. The Sparrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the yeah, worst. Because they killed Marjorie Tyrell. And, uh, yes. and I'm not going to forgive them for that. <laughs> Yeah, you know what, Tim? This show, too. Um, if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. Jury's still out. <laughs> I don't yeah. think there's much else to talk about, except we really appreciate you all, all of you listening and joining us and helping grow our show. It's so exciting, and it's exciting to hear from you. I know YouTube is the path of least friction to contact us mm -hmm. because you're right there. It has a built-in comment section. 
and podcasts are still very lacking in easy to engage. You actually have to do the effort and click some buttons and shoot off an email. So somebody needs to make a better podcast app <laughs> that, uh, that improves discoverability and uh, facilitates communication with the audience. But until then, visit watchersonthecouch.com and get links to pretty much everything you need. All right. Well, that'll do it for this episode. Until next time, I'm Tim. And I'm Mike. Don't get your dick chopped off. And now our watch has ended. Until next week, go attend your wives. Hey, if you made it this far into the show, let me just say thanks. It means a lot that you take the time to listen to us goof around, and we'd love to hear from you and let us know how we're doing. Consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or wherever you leave your podcast reviews. And reach out on any of our various social media channels. Links in the description.